At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What up, what up? Thanks for joining in to this dope Tuesday morning smoke session. If you're watching this on a replay, don't worry. It's going to be dope content. Just sit and smoke with us. And for everyone watching live, appreciate you guys. Got a dope show for you today. Hold up. I'm so Fantasy Hustler back at you, and we are getting it going with a wake and bake session. And I'm gonna be talking about the NFL draft experience. So, any questions that you guys may have, make sure you throw them in the comments. But we got to start this off the way that we always do smash the like button and throw in the comments what you are smoking on right now. And uh, so, I got some Medellin OG and um, and what's um. Fuck, I forgot the other flavor. It was like I was like doghouse OG, and they tried to give it uh um they tried to give it the uh the Snoop Dogg like uh like cover look from that uh, original album that he has. Yeah, Francisco in the building. What up, bro? Yeah, I got some dope stories to tell you guys about. Yeah, Antonio in the building, what up? And Antonio said, perfect timing. I just got in one from work. Hell yeah. <laughs> Anthony, what up, bro? What up, Uncle, Uncle Buck? What's going down, bro? Oh, got home from work. There we go. All right, Antonio. There we go. Yeah, Ron said, uh, I'm high already. It's noon here. Well, I mean, it's 9 o'clock here. I've already been smoking. I don't wake up at 9. But for everyone who does, wake and bake. Ha, ah, and Facebook user. Hey, Facebook user, make sure you throw in your name so I can shout you out by name instead of calling you Facebook user. He said, back that ass up. Smoking on some live resin and some diamonds and some sauce. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. That sounds super dope. I'm heat up my herb iron right now. 
got, got my weed, got my bong now, got the, got the uh, ash catcher just freshly clean. Let's get it. All right. And I'm going to tell you about all about the NFL draft, man. This shit was so fun. Motherfucker. Oh, there we go. What up, Zach? Said, I don't know why my name is not popping up, but what up to the 710 crew? Hell yeah, man. I just took like three dabs before I got on this shit, but uh, now time to puff puff from the bone. You already know. Ooh. Damn it, Ron said. Same as last time, mixing some green crack with some apple fritter. Bro, don't fall asleep. <laughs> we know how that combination will put you to sleep. <laughs> and uh, everyone watching right now, if you are not subscribed to the podcast, do me a solid. Go to hustlerpod.com. Go get subscribed over there. We got to get more downloads, guys. All right. Need more downloads. And Dion in the building. What up, bro? Shout out to the 420 crew. Hell yeah. And one day, StreamYard will be able to show the joints. But for anyone who wants to officially be in the 420 crew, you guys got to join up on YouTube as a YouTube member. And uh, let me see. I know I got the link in here somewhere because some people don't know how to join unless you get the link. But once you get joined up, you get all the custom emojis. You get the dope weed membership badge, like right next to your name. Like Dion, he's been subscribed for a bunch of months. So he's got the triple cannabis leaf right there, right next to his name. Appreciate you, bro, for always showing love and being a part of the community. And let's smoke it up. Man, ain't nothing wrong with smoking weed. Weed is from the herb. God put this here for me, yeah, you. Take advantage, man. I know you don't smoke weed. I know this. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. (coughs) Don't give that shit about it's a drug. It ain't no motherfucking drug. I done done the research. It's just a plant. You don't like that. And if you should happen to set it on fire, there are some effects. Oh, yeah. All right. So, the NFL draft. This shit was awesome. Okay, so first off, if you guys have any questions, just leave them in as a comment, and I'll get to them as we're talking and smoking here. And, uh, yeah, so it all started off. I mean, shit. I knew about this months ago, and I knew I was going to be moving to Vegas, and it all just worked out timing-wise. So we already we're already living here, so I didn't have to pay for travel necessarily. The only travel that I had to pay for. So you can't actually like, I mean, shit, they had so much of the Las Vegas strip like closed down for this. It was by the big ass Ferris wheel, if you guys know where that is, right in between uh, what is it, Bally's in Paris, and then I think Caesars was on the other side, at least the Caesars Forum or whatever. So yeah, there was uh no way to like literally drive and get like dropped off like right where everything's happening. So the best way to do it was to take the monorail. I don't have my Nevada ID yet. When you have a Nevada ID, you get rides for like a dollar on the monorail. Like that shit's dope. Um, so that would have saved me a bunch of money, but I don't have my Nevada ID yet. 
So the NFL, uh, they had like a special, I, I don't know, it was like save four or five bucks or something like that. I don't remember what it was, but it ended up being $22 for the monorail pass, but that was for all three days. So that's getting there and getting back. So what I did, I got dropped off at the MGM Grand, which is like, I mean, from where I live, because I live all the way on like, kind of like all the way farther from like the South Strip. Like that's kind of where I'm at. So MGM Grand, I mean, that's like one of the first like major hotels that's on the Strip. And that's the first like monorail stop on the South Strip. So I was just getting dropped off, like right in front, you know, curbside, walking to the monorail. You get on the monorail, man, the dope thing about the monorail you don't have to wait long. Like I know that a train comes, they say every six or seven minutes. Um, so yeah, I mean, that shit's like coming fast. So get on the monorail, literally one stop. I didn't really know where I was going, but I mean, you really just go to the exit and the first day. So I got there at, it opened at 12. I got there at 1120. Oh man, this line was so fucking long <laughs> to get in there. I mean, we're talking, so there's one huge ass line and like, I don't even, I, I, I'm trying to think of like how many feet, but like, it's not even like feet. I got to talk about acres because like when I come out of the hotel, like you walk across the block and then like, there's already a line and like from where the line like does a little 90 degree angle to where it like goes from one street and then continues onto the next. I mean, shit, we're probably like four football fields away maybe five football fields away from the entrance. And then like, man, it just kept going back and back. It was fucking ridiculous. And then uh, they finally like split the whole line into two lines. And um, I, I went and I got in the shorter line, but then that line didn't end up moving that fast. It was kind of bullshit. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're just in these long ass lines for like almost an hour. It didn't take that long to get in. Like, it was crazy because, like, they were having people walk through metal detectors and they were like, make sure you get the app downloaded and all this shit. Cause I thought you had to, like, get scanned when you came in. Like, you literally just went through a metal detector. They made it seem like anyone with backpacks, like, you would be searched and things like that. And um, I didn't have anything metal, like, in my bag. I just had my headphones, had my uh, portable uh chargers you know and like i mean nothing really too much but figured it'd be better to have a backpack to throw my uh my water in as well and uh yeah there was no there was no issues like going in like that was like really dope like i mean you had to go through the metal detectors but that was it i i probably should have brought weed because i saw random people like uh you know just smoking but I don't know. I just got nervous that I would be the one to get seen like out of everybody and get kicked out of the NFL draft, you know? So I didn't even bring anything just cause I didn't know what it was going to be like. And, um, man, there was a bunch of, uh, <laughs> of funny shit happening. I want uh, Bogart's going to be coming on here in a few minutes. And I know he wants to hear some of the stories too, but, um, Man, some of the some of the crazy things that I saw, like right off the bat, not even crazy, but just like the first day, the lines were so fucking long for everything. Like um, all the uh, so who was it? So Subway, they had a big ass booth. That was the first one that I wanted to go check out, um, just because uh, that was where there was three or four of the rookies. So who was it? It was Garrett Wilson. It was uh, it was Thibodeau. 
and damn, who was the other person? It was someone else who was a first round draft pick. They were, they came, uh, they were, they had to wear like their subway jackets. So I'm assuming now they're ambassadors or, you know, uh, subways, their sponsor or whatever. I don't even know what you call it. Uh, they're, they're endorsing subway now. And uh, they had on some ugly jackets. It was like half green and half gold. Like, I don't know if you saw that, like uh, on uh, social media when I posted that half green, half gold, like <laughs> you just look at it and you just think about Adam Sandler and uh, happy Gilmore green jacket, gold jacket, who gives a shit, you know, like these guys are goofy as hell. The line was so long. They were taking pictures. They weren't given autographs. I mean, you may have been able to sneak one in, but I didn't really see anybody doing it. Um, yeah. And then you got one of those nasty, uh, then you got one of those nasty subway sandwiches, you know, that they had, <laughs> Ah, and Antonio said, when I think of Subway uh, spokesperson, I think of Happy Gilmore. Yeah, talk about a hole-in-one. <laughs> I, I wonder why Happy Gilmore loved that cold-cut combo so much. Like, man, that shit is gross. That shit is still gross. <laughs> All right. Let me smoke another bowl here. And... Uh... Here we go. I already got it packed up here. Had to had to do both kinds. So the first kind was that dog uh, that doghouse OG one. Now we got the Medellin OG one going. Let's smoke it up. Smoke weed every day. Don't give me that shit about it's a drug. It ain't no motherfucking drug. I done done the research. It's just a plant. It just grow like that. And if you should so happen to set it on fire. There are some effects. <coughs> 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 and uh, I'm assuming this is Zach. <coughs> I said if I lived there, I'd only be smoking cookies. <coughs> so that's where I got these flavors from. Was from the cookie shop. <coughs> Woo! Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, these flavors are from the cookie shop. And uh, definitely got some cookies, but man, that shit makes me too sleepy sometimes. <laughs> and Ron said, that's not a bowl. <laughs> that's not a bowl. That's a big ad. That's a giant ass bong. <laughs> Man, hella jealous. Yeah, you got to come here, Zach. The shit is dope. And uh, so it's crazy because even the, uh, the the dispensaries out here, like, man, I mean, a lot of them are whack. Like, I mean, for the for the dabs, a lot better because, I mean, you know how it goes. Like, you could you could not have the best. You don't have to have the best uh, weed in the world, and you can make some fire-ass dabs, you know, if you know what you're doing. All right. Bogart in the building. He made it. Yabba dabba do, suckers. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> That's the part. Yeah. Yeah, hey, man. Nothing like, nothing like the Flintstones, man. They had it right, bro. Yabba dabba do. Dabs yeah. all day. Hell yeah. <laughs> And, I'd, be scared, uh, I'd be scared doing dabs, man. That shit's just like dangerous, man. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean, not, I'm not scared of the high. I'm talking about like I might potentially like burn some shit down. You know what I mean? 
Oh, what? Come on, man. <laughs> okay, listen, man. I'm an arsonist, man. <laughs> I can't help it, man. And Zach said they got a brand uh, called uh, Viola and they have some fire ass uh, sauce and diamonds. Hell yeah, man. The cookies, they know what they're doing because they got the fire tree and then turning that into the fire dabs, you know, like the different consistencies that they have. Like, man. Yep. It's lovely. Yeah, Shout out to the cookies fam, man. Shout out to Burner. I, yeah. I'm not the great, I'm not the biggest fan of his raps, but he he does put in work and he is the truth. You know I mean, cool dude. I've met like that's a dude that'll really like just chop game with you if you ever got a chance to meet him. You know what I mean? Wherever wherever the, the case may be. And like, and what's funny is man, he's he's uh he's a bit of a he's a bit of a pioneer, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you know, and it's like it's that same like opposite ends when he was running around state to state. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? This motherfuckers was doing the same exact shit, bro. But he just put it on the forefront. You know what I mean? Yep. I met him at uh, the Cannabis Cup. What year was it? I'm trying to think what year. 20, was it 2015? It might, I, I believe. Yeah, it might have been 2015 because I'm, I'm I'm trying to remember because I, I was on house arrest in 2014. So I know it couldn't have been that year. And I, I know it was after that year. So, yeah, it was 20, 2015. Could have been 2016. They're definitely an outside shot for that. Yeah, because. Cause I, I know the Jacker was still alive. He was out there with the Jack. I mean, rest in peace to the Jack, the J A. Yeah. So it was fun. I mean, everyone was, you know, lining up to talk to him. He was just chilling, you know, by a booth and people were coming up, you know, um, letting him hit a blunt or like whatever. And he's just, uh, just, I mean, smoking, taking pictures with everyone. And like the dude I was with was from the Bay Area. And I swear, he like sees Burner and he like gets a hard on. He's like, oh, oh, like, oh my God, it's Burner. Like, oh shit. I'm like, come on, man. He's just like smoking, taking pictures with people. Let's go say what up to him. He's yeah. like, no, oh, man, I, I can't. I can't. Like, <laughs> I was like, you're a fucking bitch. And uh, so oh, I go over crazy. there. I go say what up, what up to him, take a picture, you know, smoke with them and shit. And then, you know, you're just smoking with them for like a minute. You know, or yeah. you don't want to be an asshole like while people are waiting to uh, take a quick picture with them and shit. But super cool dude, like man, super super approachable. You know, mm-hmm. and um, the uh, I was repping uh, I was repping an edibles brand when I was there, so this was one of the times I didn't have to pay or nothing to yeah. go in there. So this shit was dope because usually those tickets run you about a hundred bucks to get in, so yeah. it was dope yeah. to get a wristband. And uh, but yeah, he was like, oh, what brand you got there? And like, so he just he held up the bag when we took the picture. You know, and stuff. So the guys at the edibles uh, company that I was with were super stoked about it. Tight, yeah, because burners. Uh, I mean, like if there's a second edition, you know, urban, uh, pothead, Mount Rushmore, he's on that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I bet you, you know, if if you take like Be Real, Red Man, Method Man, maybe Snoop Dogg, I mean, he's that next tier. You know what I mean? Yeah, the tier with like Devin the dude. Yeah, Devin, um, you know, Wiz. Yeah. Um, you know, then Burner. Yeah, like, matter of fact, Burner's the one that kicked down Wiz that strain. Shit. He just yeah. on the strength, like, here you go. You know, and I mean? it's dope because, like, you know, I mean, you go back years and years. I, I mean, growers weren't able to like grow in other states, like, you're able to ship packs you know, out to different places, but you're not able to like have your feet planted out there, have a big ass warehouse. And like, that's the dopest thing about cookies is every time a state gets legal, they're going over there with a legal grow house. Now, you know, all their fucking, 
I mean, everything is legal and on the up and up, and they're bringing the California, you know, lifestyle to every state now. And if I was in any legal state and cookies was there, I would not be smoking anything else because nothing. Yeah, it's 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 the it's the Jordans of weed. Hell yeah! You know what I mean? Like motherfuckers got to have them J's. You know what I mean? So if you come out to Vegas, you better be visiting the cookies one. Uh, they, they got two shops in Vegas. And don't go to the one on the strip. That's the whack one. Um, don't go to the one on the strip. You got to go to the one that's like a mile off the strip. Yeah, I would imagine the one on the strip, is ne- they're never going to be in stock too tough. And, I mean, it, it's, for the, it's for the tourists. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Like, you can have some of the weakest stuff in there, throw the most expensive price on it, and, like, you know, the tourists aren't going to bat an eye. Hey, when I used to be, I remember I was in like New Mexico, I think it was, and like they just had a term, Cali Bud. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't even give a fuck what it was. Like, it, it, it's literally just a guy from California brought it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'd be yeah. like, yeah, I got it. Some Cali Bud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it yep. Was- and Ron said, yeah, you can't take any weed, uh, legal weed across state lines. Yeah, exactly. So, but that's what I mean. We're, we're talking about black, in, back in the day, black market. Yeah, you know, stuff like we're talking the underworld. Ron, Ron, Ron's an underworld advocate. He knows. Yeah, and it was crazy Ron, because Ron like, knows his rights. Really, up until like weed was actually legal for like recreational purposes, like all these dispensaries were like black market dispensaries. Like that's what's funny about it. <laughs> I called it the Wild West. It really was. It was just that was a fun time, bro. Rick, the rootinest, tootinest. We'll definitely talk about some times, uh, some well, some alleged times that we had, you know, back then on some future episodes. I think ten years is already statute of limitation, if I remember correctly, for for you know these type of thing, these type of isms. Yeah, but, yeah, or, or I mean, shit. I mean, you know, based on based on uh, loosely based on true occurrences, right? Like <laughs> let Tarantino, Tarantino, he remixed our life. You know what I mean? So he's gonna, t- it's gonna be a rendition. Yeah, loosely based on a true story. Yeah, his name is his name is uh 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 Bo Garnold. Um, fuck it, he's Bo Garnold Schwarzenegger. You know what I mean? <laughs> and Arnold's a strange son. Yeah, and Ron said that's how it used to be in Philly. It was either uh, Kind Bud or Hydro. Yeah, and that's what's funny. It's like it was all the high yielding stuff that would make it out of California. Like yeah, if you yielded a crazy high amount, that was the shit getting shipped out to yep. the east. blue blue dream train wreck, um, sour diesel, sour diesel. <laughs> you know those New Yorkers, they love them. Yeah, Jack, sour <laughs> was it Jack Herrera was one of them? See, it's you all the mean? sativas. Like all those sativa buds are the high yielders, man. Those heavy indicas, like they are just not the high yielders. Because and because you know what, too, man, they like. Those are the best ones. Like when you do those goddamn when you when you when you seed grow those ones. Like like a good. I remember back in the days, bro. People used to like they'll go up into the mountains and find an area and just have their crops out there. And it would be like they outdoor. It would be some outdoor, but it would be you know they would do the full cycle. You know what I mean? Right. Six six seven months type shit. Maybe sometimes even eight. And yeah. you know when you when it gets towards that cold season when it's time to to crop when you're getting towards like the fall. And that motherfucker would be deep, dark, purple. And we used to call it hardball because it would just be so fucking dense. And like, 
you know, you could tell some outdoor because the stems would be a little thicker, but it was just yeah. super rope. I mean, but this is what some people, the length that some people <laughs> went to because they didn't want to rent a house and do no indoor shit. So they would just be out there in the middle of Fucksville nowhere, like fucking 10 paces to the right. You know, you're walking <laughs> through the trees. Okay. Dude, those purple, yeah. like those purple strains that were like forced, you know, purple because of like. <laughs> yeah, because they choked it. Yeah, like, it, man, those used to be crazy because, like, after smoking it a couple times, I was like, man, like, people are really just hyped off this purple like that. So I made sure to always, uh, you know, have it around. But, like, I would, I could never smoke that. Like, it yeah. would just never we, do it for me. We called that lavender. Yeah. It was just, like, regular weed that was purple. Yeah. And what yeah. I, I mean, everything that came to me, if it came into my hands, it's white label. Like, I don't give a fuck what the name is. Like, back then, like, we used to just, you know, have to change the names on everything. Like, because people be coming up with some stupid names for this shit. Remember in Pineapple Express? He was like, uh, let's call this. Uh, remember, he just made the name up on the spot. Yeah. Because I remember calling some purple weed the purple people eater. And, man, that got notorious. Like, uh, man, people, like, they had to have that purple people eater. <laughs> and it's funny because you, you catch one of the Minnesota fans. He's like, oh, word? <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, this weed's legendary. Yeah. What up, Mike? What's going on, bro? He said, just like in Cheech and Chong's next movie, uh, Booby Trapped, uh, with fireworks and bear traps. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Movie was my favorite one of all of them. That one's the shit. Like, that's one we're definitely going to do on the silver screen breakdowns because I fucking love that movie. He goes out to, he's like, I got fields and fields of this shit, man. Holy sheep shit. This shit grows like, <laughs> shit grows like crazy. <laughs> and it was crazy. Like, man, having what, what do you have? Like 20 pounds of butt or something. He's like, oh, this is just the tops, man. You know, yeah. feed them to the hogs. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny is I remember my watching that movie as a wee tyke. And my dad, you know, my dad's, he's a weed head. And like, he was cracking up so hard. And he was like, that's cattail. I remember him telling like my uncle or something that was watching was like, that's cattail. Cause that's what they used to call that kind of bud. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I mean, some straight outdoor whammo, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, it was just, they called it cattail. Cause that shit's, you know, the long ass branch, long erect branches of bud. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. And Ron said, I miss the old school brown bud with the orange hairs and white crystals. Damn. I mean, that's how you know he's the East Coaster, bro. They used to call that yeah. beef. They used to call it beef and broccoli. <laughs> I'm serious. That's like, fucking hilarious. That's some red man shit right there. Red man, you know what I mean? That's it's funny because Red Man will tell the story all the time on any of those weed shows that he comes on where like, you know, he used to they used to have the chakra tie or the beef and broccoli. And they would be like, you know, he would see the high times with that green bud. He was like, you know, that green ass bud. He's like, I had to go to Cali and find this green bud. Like, <laughs> that's why everyone fucking loves Cali. Cause like, yeah, there may be a lot of states with good bud now because California folks have made it out there. Mm -hmm. And Cali's been on the good shit. I mean, I mean, I'm sure before the 90s, but I know the 90s is when Hydro really, like, you know, started really, really becoming a thing. Isn't that cool with the green rush? It's literally. The new age gold rush yeah. only like first everyone rushed out here and then the inverse started happening all the states started to legalize and and you know what I'm saying if not decriminalize and then everybody started going elsewhere like let's yeah. leave cali and just set up shop and like because if I mean, you know if you can if, if you're making a name for yourself in california like shit you're gonna be you might, you might as well be king of weed like wherever you go out of state 
that's like that's that's how Burner made his hay for real and made his name. Like I don't think anybody's jumping out the window like Alberna's the greatest rapper and like, fuck no, you know what I mean? They, it, I don't even I don't even like his rap music. Like I got respect for him because of the weed game that he's that he's rapping. And like I do respect that when he's rapping, he ain't jawsing like most. Of oh the yeah, people. yeah. At least you know it's real shit that he's talking yeah, about because it's like you know frequenting the same circles and like you know running into him in the underworld is like oh shit, this guy's for real. You know what I mean? Like before yeah. I knew of him. Before I knew the music, or before I right. even heard the music, you know what I mean? Exactly. I didn't even know he was a rapper, you know, when I when I knew that he was, you know, when he was really coming up as the cookie shit. Because it was crazy. Like, the thing about cookies is, like, they've been around at, like, these cannabis cups forever. But you, I never knew where to find them because they were always in SoCal. You know, like, yeah. all these cannabis cups. And it's just, it was, like, cookies. That was it. That's all it said yeah. on their banner was just cookies. To my understanding, the Cookies fam is like it's the group that created the Girl Scout cookie strain, and then like you know different guys in the group broke off, and there's so there's variations of Girl Scout cookies, and then like you know the 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 cats that that Burner and them run with, they made famous Cookie, which is yeah. you know what I mean, which is it's like because there's like seven strains to make that shit. You know what I mean? And then, like, yeah, when you start, like, swapping out different strains, you have different versions of it. Like, the other day, I had some I had some Bubblicious cookies. Yeah. And that yeah. shit is, yeah, it's $60 an eighth, 65 sometimes. But it's just, it's cookies, but it just tastes like the motherfucking gum, bro. It's like, I'm like, did they put yeah. the gum in the dirt? <laughs> like, like, how the fuck they make that happen? I don't, I don't fucking know. I mean, like, it's easy to, like, make concentrates and take the turpins out and then flavor yeah. something up. You know what I mean? Like on some fucking Frankenstein shit. But like, yeah, when it comes to the goddamn growing that shit, and like, I'm like, like, it's, that's insane to me. How did they put the gum in the dirt? You know what I mean? Let's shout out everyone new who jumped in the chat. What up, TD? TD up in the chat. TD's getting in the, the number 14. Yeah. So it's about to be lit. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm in, I'm, I haven't accepted it, but I'm in there. I know Spencer said he was, I, I kind of had to talk him a little bit into it. I had to like, you know, like tell him about my experience before he was like, I am going to do it. Cause you know, it's like, it's a lot of motherfucking, it's a lot to take on. You know what I mean? I think, my, bro, I think my brother-in-law jumped in that one too. He jumped in. Yep. Yeah. He, yeah. Got in, but he got in before you, bro. We'll see. And you know, what's funny is I told him back get in there ASAP. I'm going to shoot you this link. And I haven't even yeah. jumped in yet. Second take extra. What up, bro? Said what, what up? up? Make a bake. Let's get it. That Michavelli up in here. Said what up? What up? I love yeah. that gelato though, man. And gelato's like 
they got so many different gelato like crosses come i mean gelato's already a cross in itself you know to get it there now they're crossing it with other shit now it's it is just like pineapple express like yeah like at least the way that james franco is like you know describing the weed anyways right yeah what up oh shit my boy mario bred that gelato uh shout out to sherbinsky what up nice hey he sounds like a scientist huh professor sherbinsky (laughs) all right (laughs) so let me just skip ahead a little bit i gotta talk about i mean the dopest part of the uh, of the nfl draft experience was meeting todd Gurley. that shit was fucking awesome because it's a fantasy uh, goat. Oh yeah, like man, I mean, he won a bunch of people championships back to back years. So you already know, like, get I got his autograph on a football. Uh, it's over in the corner of the room, but uh, I'll make sure to post that on social media or something. Nice. And, uh, so we're waiting in line. We finally see him roll up, and man, like, he's probably when he turns the corner, they got him on a golf cart. Turns a corner on a golf cart. I already see his neck shimmering. Like, man, like he, he's got a fat-ass chain that you can see from thousands and thousands of feet away. This, this is why he doesn't play football anymore. <laughs> yep. Because he, 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 he can't even walk around, bro. They have to, they have to move him around on the cart. No, man, come on. Like, no, that, okay. So the NFL was it was huge. We're talking, I mean, we're we're talking multiple, multiple acres of uh of this this whole thing on where people were parking, who the hell knows. But uh so we finally get up. Uh maybe it's like 30 minutes we're waiting in line while the line's moving and stuff. And uh, we finally get up there. And um, he uh, he looks at my shirt. I'm rocking the 420 crew shirt. He looks at the shirt, and then he looks down to sign in. I'm like, "What up, Todd? Just you know, I'm taking a picture and signing." And he's like, "Oh yeah, bro." And he was like, "Hey man, dope shirt, repping that 420 ID." Like, hell yeah, man. I was like, I don't have any with me. I wish I did, but uh, yeah. It's not, it's if, if there were subtitles in life, right? The <laughs> caption would have read. When Todd Gurley said that, he would have read, "I'm high too right now." <laughs> yeah, he had his uh, he had his glasses on, like you already know. Like, I mean, we were in a tent at that point, but he never took his glasses off. So I mean, you know, he could say he, he was he was just dripping so hard, it's just blinding even him. It could have. <laughs> And uh, so got a shout out from uh, from TG and he actually shared my Instagram post when I I made a story um, just taking a video of him actually showing up. He shared that on uh, on IG. So that was pretty dope. And then um, when he was actually leaving uh, the venue, he hopped back on the cart and I saw him gave him uh, gave him uh, gave him some knuckles on the way out. So that shit was pretty dope. Hey, man, leaving leave an impression. Like you might be able to run into him in the mall one day and remember you. I hope so. Or it'll be one of those. Don't I know you? You know what I mean? Where do I know you from? Right? And you know why you wouldn't really remember is because he smokes hella weed. Oh, yeah. Hell he, got yeah. The, he got the arthritic knees. <laughs> and, and Mike, what up, Mikey? said, rookie mock drafts on sleeper, anyone? I, I want to start getting into doing maybe like two – Maybe three of these rookie mocks like per week. Get some different people in. We always got to have IDP in there because like there's a whole so many people um, were telling me um, like giving me good feedback like brand new people who haven't really been around saying they need more I- of this IDP content because no one's putting it out there. So pretty much all these rookie mocks we're gonna have IDP involved. Sky Moore or Christian Watson. 
Right off the bat, I'm going with Watson. It's super, super close for me, though, because, I mean, both guys, I mean, you got solid QBs. Neither one of them are really, well, I mean, shit, Sky Moore is competing with Kelsey, like, no matter what, yeah. you know, and not even really competing with him. He's second fiddle. Yeah. Kelsey. Watson, I mean, he could be the number one guy, but the thing that makes me nervous, Rodgers notoriously does not like rookie um, wide receivers. So that's something that makes me, like, want to pump the brakes a tiny bit. I mean, so here's one thing that uh, Christian Watson has in common with Jordy Nelson, James Jones, and Devontae Adams is they were all drafted outside of the first round, right? Second and third round guys. Rodgers has never played with a first round. They've never drafted a first round wide receiver. He's never played with one. So that that could be the caveat. But here's 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 another common denominator between uh, the James Joneses, uh, Jordy Nelsons, and uh, Devontae Adams of the world is they didn't come on until like after their rookie year for real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because Rodgers more than ever, more than ever, he has to build your trust first. Remember MVS where like you know motherfuckers are like MVS and uh, 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 Brown. Those yeah. guys a lot of hype on those guys. They came in. He throws the ball to MVS. He drops. He's like fuck you for life. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying that's just it is what it is. You know what I mean? So, anyone drafting, you know, Watson, I mean, you got to like the landing spot, but I hate it, year one. So, I probably would take Sky more over uh, over Watson. And, and here's another thing I want to add to that is, like, Justin Ross did get signed today to the Chiefs. I know everyone's probably like, who the fuck is that? But he, he's an undrafted free agent. He had, like, a spinal – he had, like, a spinal issue that he had to get a surgery for. So he missed the last two years of college, but, you know, he would have easily been, you know, a, a, a top five option at the position in whatever draft class he did go in. What so, did, so what did he do when he was a rookie? Because I, I'm really high right now, but I, I remember hearing something about this dude, how he was just, he, he put himself on the map as well, a freshman, right? Well, this guy is a rookie. You mean as a freshman? Freshman. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't remember the numbers, but he was just, you know, he was going to be one of them dudes where like, you know, he would have, People, there's some people that are jumping all the way out the window that were like, oh, he would have been up there with like the Justin Jeffersons and the Jamar Chases and stuff like that. I, right. I'm, I'm not going to go as far to say that just because I, I ain't deep, I ain't deep dove and watched the, the kids film or anything like that. But I, I do, you know, I do know that like this guy is going to be like, you know, he's maybe he's the Bryce Pringle role, you know what I mean? Because they're just, there's just, there's X amount of targets that are available for, you know, Sky Moore obviously and then you already brought in mvs you have you have to fig, figure juju in there you know yeah. what i mean and then obviously this new kid justin ross if he can if he comes on it it'll just be a guy that does get in the mix a little bit here and there meanwhile there we go uh zach said yep ross was yesterday and, and uh the kid was raw dog and he said as a true freshman he tore it up yeah yeah and like you know this is just them bargain shopping right you get a guy who you know, it's, it's not, it's the inverse of the Texans where like the Texans were like, you know, he would have been number one two years ago. We're getting them third overall or fourth overall, right? Right. With, with Stingley, right? They grabbed Stingley being a guy like based on what he did years prior. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how it goes sometimes though. <laughs> that, that is uh, how it goes sometimes. Cause really all you can go off of. <laughs> hey, look at her. She just starts getting herself into it, right? Hey, every time, uh, every time this joint comes on TV, this, this Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, she was falling asleep. She gets up, starts hella gigging. 
<laughs> I was like, you convulsing? I was like, oh, she's dancing. Like, she's, look at look at her. She's from the Bay. That's how you know. Going okay, so here we go. Well, here's uh, here's Justin Ross's numbers, just for anyone who's uh, who's curious. Uh, so in 14 games as a freshman, 46 receptions, a thousand yards on the dot, and uh, nine TDs. And then in year two, uh, 14 games, 66 receptions, 865 uh, for the yardage and eight TDs. And then okay, so next, yeah. next, two, next two years, he didn't uh, – I mean, he played in 2021. He got – played 10 games, 46 receptions, 514 yards. But, yeah, he was uh, coming back from – so what was it, sur- spinal surgery? Some type of yes. – some type of – the one I, what I read, it said, it said procedure, which means, okay. like, some type of surgery. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So we got to be on the lookout for him, especially because uh, – I mean, you got Kelsey and Juju, and then a bunch of rookies, you know. Yeah, and then MVS, who. Oh yeah, and MVS. Yeah, and Patrick Mahomes will learn to hate him, just like right. Like, this is why Rogers used to yell at you. <laughs> He's gonna drop a wide open sixty yard house call. Uh, he better not. I don't. <laughs> uh, that's already pissing me off. He better not. He better come ready. Right. And Pat, I think we're gonna start seeing a mean streak from Patrick Mahomes. Like mm-hmm. he's not this. He's already proven that he's a dog, so he's about to start flashing on motherfuckers and throwing his weight around. I already know it. Yeah. He's not going to be the Russell Wilson where he just smiles and says, it's okay, and he's passive aggressive as a bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. The only the other thing worth uh, worth talking about, um, I mean, well, first off, it was funny. Like, they had all the uh, – they had the 40-yard dashes, and they had, like, the ground challenge where you had to run through, like, the tackle dummies and stuff. I didn't do any of that. I was watching people just – these old guys go out there, you know, in their 30s and 40s. I, I mean, really, it was the guys in their 40s and probably 50s who were the funniest because uh, there was a couple guys who were on the sideline each time hyping these guys up. You know, just like, <laughs> just getting, like, trying to do things to make them run faster. And then guys are just slipping and falling and eating shit, tumbling <laughs> the ball in. And Did everyone's have- just cracking up. Was, I mean, everyone's drunk, you know, so that shit was just hilarious. Did they have to do the stance first, too, like the proper – stance no 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 so what you did to start so they're all the way i I don't know how many i mean let's just say it's maybe like maybe 25 yards away um they they shoot out the ball so you got to catch the ball first Mm. ball's getting shot out from the machine got to catch the ball you can't fuck up right off the bat you know or everyone's already booing you (laughs) (laughs) and like the you know there's a bunch of little kids doing it too all the little kids were getting cheered on like that was the cool part if there was like a little kid doing it all everyone's like uh, uh, clapping for him cheering for him hyping him up so that part was cool giving the kids shots yep and uh but if the kid was too small you know um the dad or whatever they would like catch the ball for them or at least attempt to catch the ball so the dads couldn't embarrass themselves or they were having to hear it right off the bat if you didn't catch it so on the last day when noble was there i i made sure to catch the ball i didn't i didn't drop the the wide open pass right don't fumble the snap yeah that was like it was like an extended shotgun snap yep what up That's cool. so it was a jug machine yep sick i've never seen one of those in real life i mean it's it's small i mean it was um you know i mean super small and it was uh i mean it it was just like some old people, you know, old people who were who are just like working the draft, 
You just put the ball in there, you slightly push it, and it just gets caught by the wheels and, uh, you know, just throws it out there like 25 yards or so. Nice. And uh, But, I mean, the concerts were the best, though. I mean, Weezer was pretty dope. You know the first day, but but I it didn't come close to Ice Cube though. Like man, Ice Cube was uh, it was crazy because his shit started maybe at like eight forty five or so. Like it was really dead until eight o'clock, and then everyone started coming in for the Ice Cube concert because it was. I mean, what, what was that day three? Day two. It was day the Friday. Two. Okay, it was Friday. Oh, it was popping then. There was like you know he had to see that for Friday. I mean, that's his day. Yeah, they came there to see the uh, Cube. Yeah. yeah. And uh it's it's funny because I'm sure that he probably signed the deal for the NFL draft experience like you know getting paid to go do that concert um before they had things finalized for the halftime show. I was like fuck working the halftime show for free. I'm going to go get paid from the NFL, get my own solo concert. <laughs> oh, so he did a what did he do like a 30? Did he do like a 45? Yeah, it was, I think it was close to 45. Nice. So he did a, a real show for real. Yeah. It was funny because there was a bunch of people who were, uh, I mean, commenting on social media. Like, man, Ice Cube looks out of breath up there. <laughs> Hell yeah, he's hiding a motherfucker pop. You know what I mean? I'm sure he is. And he's, what is he, like 55? He's 55 now? Let's see. How old is Ice Cube? He is 52. Turning 53 this year. That's crazy. So he's hell. I feel like I'd, I'd be forgetting how young he was when the NWA came out. Yeah, yeah. Because wasn't he only like seventeen or eighteen like back then? Yeah, because what they came out like in eighty nine or eighty eight, whatever it was, and like cause Snoop came out, you know, not too long after him. Cause Snoop just turned fifty. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's crazy how yeah he he wasn't that much young. I mean, uh, Ice Cube started was mad younger. Yeah. So that, I mean, Ice Cube's concert was definitely uh, the highlight, you know, of all the concerts out there. And I mean, everyone was hyped. I mean, it was it was packed, way more packed than Weezer. And then I don't even know who the hell it was on, on Saturday, Marshmallow Crew or whatever the fuck. I don't even I wanna, know. I want to say the lead singer in Weezer graduated from Harvard. Like, after oh, he was, yeah, like after he was successful. You know, from music, he went and like donated millions of dollars. And so, because you know, that's like, you know, if you can't, you can't get into Harvard, like by being smart, you can just give him money and then you can go. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he fucking graduated. I mean, this, mind you, I've never looked this up, but this is what I was told by like a diehard Weezer fan. You know what I mean? I'll take it. Their version is yeah, better. Right? Their version is better. <laughs> and uh, Mike, he said, Hardman's the only wide receiver left on that roster that Mahomes has played with. I think he has, uh, I think he is being slept on. I you mean, know, I was saying, I was screaming that, and then they drafted this guy more sec- the second day. Yeah, I mean, I, I bet initially Hardman, you know, out the gate, maybe for redraft, you know, I don't know how, how much I'm going to be jumping on him in Dynasty. But, um, I mean, one thing that I remember last year in the playoffs is me just shitting on Hardman, you know, and then him just having some crazy-ass plays, you know, and doing yeah. things. So, I mean, I'm not going to hate on Hardman anymore. Um, I'm just going to – if I can get him out of value – you know, in some of these drafts, maybe I'll get him. I have him in Z- like, I don't, I'm in 13 dynasties. No, I'm in 15 dynasties right now. I don't even know if I have one share of Hardman on these dynasties. I have two, I have three shares of them and I acquired them all in startups this past month 
Or uh, there's one where he was part of a trade, like a package deal. Right. Yeah. Yeah, at Hardman's a field stretcher, not a wide receiver one. Yeah, because he was supposed to be like, um, he was supposed to be like a different version of like Tyreek Hill, but like that's why they got him because like he was supposed to kind of be like Tyreek, but we've seen he is not. <laughs> I mean, during those years, everybody wants to have a track team, right? Yeah, you know, you, you, they want as much speed as possible. You know, what I mean, this. You know, even if you think about that year that they brought in Miko Hardman, they also drafted Darwin Thompson. They had Damian Williams, and then you had Tyreek Hill. Everybody ran 4-4 or sub 4-4. You know what I mean? And, like, now you see the big men coming back. Let's get some big targets. Like, they bring bring in an MVS. You know what I mean? Oh, not to mention they had Sammy Watkins, who in in his heyday ran a 4-4, right? Or a sub 4-4, you know what I mean? But, like, now you've seen the big big guys coming back. You know, you have, you know – well, maybe not the the not the six four, six five, six six guys, but you, you have a bunch of six twoers and six threeers these days. Justin Jefferson, you know what I mean? Um, help me out here. Uh, even this new class, there's a bunch of you know, the Olaves, the the L- London London uh, bridges falling down, whatever his name is, Drake hmm. London. Yep. Yeah, you know I mean They're, the big guys are coming back. You know what I mean? It's like in basketball. Yeah. Every you know one you know one year two years they everyone's playing small ball and then and then big ball comes back and then you know what I mean then my Warriors come through and shut everybody up with that big ball shit. Yeah, because I mean shit. Last year, weren't both of the uh, both of the top guys? I mean, under six feet, like 170 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, I mean, look at uh, what what is Devonte Adams six two? You know what I mean, and then and then you have Diggs, who's like I think he's five eleven. You know what I mean? So it's like you know it varies, right? But these big, for, for it being a pass happy league and like tight ends starting to really take a back seat, you know these bigger receivers, though, you know they become the red zone targets versus like looking for a tight end now. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I mean, trying to stretch the field. You know, not a lot of tight ends out here stretching the field like that. Uh, no, nope. not everyone's Kelsey or Kittle. Or Waller the baller if he can stay healthy. I'm or Kyle surprised. Pitts who's gonna fucking eat insanely this year with Mariota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I worry oh, about Trayvon Burton. Stu, what up, bro? What up, Stu? How you doing, brother? I know Stu's uh, hopefully doing better, but uh, I know he's hurting. He said pain in my back is unreal. I'm so bogged down with water weight from the hospital fluids, liver not working properly. I can't. Uh, sit up without help, can't lay down or sit up without hurting, heading back to the hospital today. Damn, bro. Yeah. We're all praying for you, man. We're all rooting for you to get better, brother. Yeah, man. Stay strong, Stay strong, Stu. We're yeah, pulling for you, man. Prayers needed. I'm so tired of this shit. Hell yeah, bro. I know. I can only imagine, bro. Get better soon and uh, yeah, we're going to see because we're supposed to be drafting here pretty soon. It's a slow draft, but uh, I'll get with you about that. See if we need to hold it back for a few days on the leagues that you're in or if you can just give me some picks or whatever. But, yeah, bro, we're all praying for you, Stu. Let's smoke sure, a bowl. Let's smoke a bowl for Stu before we get up out of here. But, yeah, I want to start doing these uh, these wake and bakes maybe like once a week. Um, I like Tuesdays. Tuesdays just seems like a good day. It's funny because before, for those of y'all that are watching, before we started this thing, 
the little ones were still asleep. So I'm in there getting thoroughly high in, before the show with Hus. And right when we jumped on, they, they didn't woke up. Like, damn it, I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> but the wake and bake session is just, it's, I mean, we're doing it anyway in the morning, right? So why not? You know what I mean? Why not jump on? Yeah, we could talk about different things. I mean, shit, we got a whole bunch of experiences that I love people would uh, would like to hear about, too. I got stories for days. Right? Yeah, like, shit, we're about to create another story tomorrow because uh, me and uh, me and Hess, we're going to be going to the, the Hall of Flowers in Palm Springs. So, man, I'm getting on a plane tomorrow morning, heading out to Palm Springs. We'll be back on Thursday. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun-ass day. I know that much. That's fucking awesome. Are you, do you fly in the LAX or does Palm Springs have one of them small joints? Palm Springs got a small one. Nice. So you're right there. Straight into Palm Springs. Hell yeah. And has said, fuck, feel better. We're all pulling for you, Stu. Hell yeah, man. Antonio uh-huh. shouting out Stu. Yeah, man. Keep fighting. Keep fighting, Stu. Stay strong, brother. Yeah. And Stu said, smoking doesn't even help. Never been this bad off. Yeah, bro. Hopefully things get better real soon. And Uncle Buck says in here, I'm bitching about a damn cold. Best wishes to Stu. Hell yeah, man. We're all rooting for you, Stu. Shout out to Stu. Yeah, man. Praise out to my to my man, Stu, man. Yeah, let's smoke it up for you, Stu. In honor of you, I'll make sure to smoke it up for you, bro. I know you can't right now, and that shit sucks. Gotta suck. Yeah, and has said we're going to puff like kings out there. I'm ready, bro. I'm going to beat last time. Last time I just wasn't on it as far as the videos uh, go. Uh, this time I'm going to be on and bring my portable chargers out there and everything. So, yeah, we're going to have a bunch of video footage uh, that I'm going to get. Maybe I'll just make a video of a huge montage of all these different videos and then do some voiceover. Uh, for Maybe even go live, bro, and just like, you know, go from booth to booth to smoking and, 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 and people love to promote their shit, right? Well, and seeing that's the that's the problem is going live. Uh, well, maybe from from like Instagram, I might go live on Instagram. Yeah, and, uh, uh, Instagram or Facebook, one of the two. I can't use Streamyard just too much. It won't uh, it won't let me do it from the phone. But maybe I'll pick one. So Instagram or Facebook, and uh, keep doing yeah. streams there. You're right. The 420 endeavors. You know what yeah, I mean? and 420 adventures, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? Because now that we rebranded everything, the uh, the 420 Fantasy Hustler, we just got to keep everything a little bit more 420 than ever before. Hell yeah. Not 419. You know what I'm saying? The extra minute. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and has said, hope we get to chill with Ricky again. Yeah, and then maybe get our our next uh, interview scheduled. He's been so busy, haven't really been able to get with uh, with him and his um, his. Uh, I don't even know if he's she's his assistant manager. What uh, what title she has? But the person who runs his life, yeah, it's been uh, been so popular. Uh, is, it, is it his wife that handles everything? I don't think it's his wife. His wife's like a lawyer. Oh shit! Yeah, hey, man, Ricky, Ricky, one of the smartest motherfuckers out there, ain't he? Yep, it's funny. He uh, he told me a story about him and his wife, where he said uh, that 
that his wife was like, I don't know. She said she was having trouble, like, you know, just kind of annoyed with like with work, you know, just the last couple of days or whatever, kind of just stressing out about work and different things to do. And he said he made her a special batch of uh, of his eggs, you know, and had some, had some cannabis butter in there and she didn't know about it. And um, and then he said, like, half the day goes by and he's just like kind of got a guilty conscience. He's like, man, she's like a lawyer like dealing with contracts like, <laughs> like let, let me just call her and check in on her see how she's doing and uh, he says he calls her up and she's at work and uh he's like hey how's it going and she's like oh such a great day <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know bre- breakfast is the most important meal of the day babe. <laughs> yeah so that was pretty awesome he said she was just chilling and like no not stressing about anything and like didn't even know uh, really, until he told her about it, <laughs> but that, that shit is pretty funny. Pretty I, funny. I remember for the longest, my man's he just made me like a like a little tub of butter, and then me and my man's we would just make hot cocoa and just throw <laughs> super butter in it. You know what I mean? Oh man, yeah. And like that shit was just like just a whoop. Let's go, fuck coffee. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like Devin the dude says, coffee is killer around here. I mean, because coffee does. If you ever get to, I always tell this to my girl because my girl loves coffee and, she, and she'll get high with me. And like, you know, I'm not smoking on no regular, you know what I mean? So she get really high and then we just go get coffee because that coffee actually balances out THCs apparently. And okay. if it ain't if it ain't true, the fact that I told her that when she drinks coffee, she's like legit, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> and Hess said maybe puff with Mike Tyson. That shit would be fucking dope. That and I said and get some of his new edibles in the shape of an ear with a bite out of it. Tyson said it's the year of the ear. And here you go. And look, who do I got? Just right in the middle of the screen there. Got Tyson. Yeah, yeah. I'm Mike. Because that, that was such an iconic moment. And I remember like all these different posters. I've had these for years and never been able to display them because I've never had a place. So it was cool like busting these out because I forgot which ones that I had. I'm I'm exciting. I'm, I'm exuberant. I'm <laughs> stupendous. <laughs> and he's always on mushrooms. That's another thing. Like mm-hmm. at least what well, he's always on mushrooms when he does his podcast. Like, yep. His podcast is so dope to listen to. And it's crazy how like. He's really a 100% different person than he was when he was younger. Mm-hmm. It's true, true evolution. Like from an ant, from an animal from the streets. All I knew is I want to kill. All I knew is, all I knew is you're not as good as me, so I have to kill you. Like, <laughs> but now, I, now I don't even care anymore. It's like it's so crazy. And like he could, people, people still afraid. People still afraid to talk to him. Oh, I mean, he's he's still a savage. Like, fuck. Like, you look at him, he doesn't look not big. Like, he still works <laughs> out and, like, he's fucking yoked. Like, <laughs> hey, you remember the footage when he knocked out the horses? This is like in his heyday. Fuck, yeah. He was on the ranch. He was just showing his horses. He's like, yeah, this, this. one of my horses right here. He's like, pet ninja. Boom! <laughs> Knocks the horse out, bro. And, you know, horses could take a hit, bro. Yeah. He knocked like, that motherfucker was- out. And, like, I know in The Hangover that he really didn't punch the dude, but <laughs> you already know. Like, if he just punches a regular motherfucker, like, he's knocking you all the way out. Remember Steve-O asked him to really hit him? Yeah. I think he laid him out, too. <laughs> yeah, he, he laid him the fuck out. Wasn't it at the uh, – no, 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 no. 
It no. was at like a roast, no. right? No, no, no. Okay, I remember now. I remember. Okay. okay. I had a high moment. Mike Tyson said no, that he wouldn't do it. He was like, no, I'm not, I'm not gonna, mm. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do that at all. He's like, I'm not that guy anymore. He was like, uh, he's like, all right, then what you have to do is just stand here and hold your fist out, and I'm gonna knock myself out with your fist. He ran into his fist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. I think he got fucked up too. He well, I mean, because he because he I mean, first he off, I mean he hits him, I mean he hits his knuckles, you know, with his face, and then he like goes back and hits his fucking head like on the ground, you know. <laughs> Hey, Steve was the greatest, man. Uh, I went to uh when, when was it? Back in February. I went to uh a Steve O um his show, right? His comedy show. Yeah, and actually, let me see. Hold on. Let me see if I catch it. And I got this. First time ever that Steve O and Johnny Knoxville have a signature. On the same thing, it's this custom board that they got. I bought it for, it was two hundred or two fifty, and man, it's selling on eBay for like four or five thousand bucks. Dang! Because Johnny Knoxville never signs anything, and Steve-O talked him into signing one. So extra swag. That shit's going for five bands. Like, I mean, that's something you could. That's appreciating like a motherfucker, you know. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, and uh, man, Stevo, and uh, hopefully Johnny Knoxville just doesn't sign anything else, and then it'll stay valuable like that because he just never signs anything. That's why a lot of people want it right now. I remember there was a pair of shoes, only two pairs made. I forget what shoes it were, but Fat Joe because he's like a renowned like shoe collector. Oh yeah, and like so he he had already one. He had the first pair. He had one of the pairs. He acquires the second one, and then he goes. He records himself destroying the pair <laughs> to make it more valuable, right? Yeah. So he had the other one. It's just like to the. You moon. Remember Fat Joe on Cribs? Yep. He had that inspired me so much. I've licked the bottom of so many brand new shoes, like just to take stupid pictures of it for social media. <laughs> I'm, as long as I know, ain't nobody had tried these on before in the store. <laughs> but yeah, but that's how. But the, no, 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 because no, because those those shoes, like no, 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 like any of those Jordans, like they never get worn because back then you literally had to be standing in line to like get a pair. That's true. There's, there's no things on. There's, there's no trying them on. Like you got like you got like a quick minute to like buy your pair and get out of the store because there's already a line of people you know, lining up. Like we used to go, there's an indoor mall in San Diego and we used to go to that one because uh, they would leave the door open, but then we're indoors, you know, we're not in whatever elements, you know, we're out there at one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And then we would always just go get, uh, we would move some kind of bench or something like wherever we were, like right there just to put us first in line. Yeah. Just sit there uh, on the bench. Yep. That's fucking smart. And if any mall cop ever came around to say something, you know we was going to say something back. <laughs> and sometimes they would open early because normally it was like a 9 o'clock opening, but uh, a lot of times they would open at 7. Sometimes they'd open at 6. But, uh, man, I don't. I mean, you can't even do that shit now. Like, <laughs> like now they do all those raffles and shit. And too many people are fighting out there to get in line. Too many people cutting, like people getting stabbed and shot for like cutting in line and shit. I mean, shit, man. Jordans, bro. 
<laughs> you gotta have them. Man, it was crazy. When I was moving from San Diego to Las Vegas, I, I sold okay. <laughs> I sold used shoes that were like beat to hell. Like the cheapest because well, restoration's like a thing now, right? It is like motherfuckers want to like fix up these old beat up shoes, but the cheapest I sold them for was five dollars a shoe. But ones that I was literally gonna throw away, like literally gonna throw away. And Vanessa's like, "Why don't you just keep them and sell them? You know, someone will buy them." And so I ended up selling four pairs of shoes that I was gonna throw away for twenty dollars. But there were shoes that I was selling for like, man, I, I sold a, a pair of the cool grays, the old ass ones. Um, sold those for a um, hundred bucks, I believe. Dang, so, all beat up, all beat up. Sold some old school uh, Space Jams, really, really old school Space Jams, like 20-year-old shoes that were beat to shit. Uh, sold those for 75 bucks. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, like that, that, that's what kind of like value, like these shoes, like fucking it's like, crazy. It's like somewhere along the way, there was a brilliant man. He was like, see this, this is trash. But... This motherfucker right here is sees it as treasure. You feel me? <laughs> like, man, a 20, 20 year old shoe. And even just like, because they're probably paying for the fact that they're original ones and they don't care if it's beat up. You know what I mean? Well, they're they're original, they're retro. <laughs> they're still the retros. So okay, so there was still the re-release. Yeah. Like one of the first ones. It, yeah, like the first, like, re yeah, that's right. Because I think we're about three years away from like the 30 year anniversary of those. Shoes. 1995, we're like, yeah, we're like three years away from that. Shit. Yeah. yeah, yep. So it was like 2000 or 2001 or whatever. That's when they uh, that's when they re released them, and they haven't stopped since. What, what, what number Jordans did they stop out before they started like remixing everything? I, they, I don't think I've like 20, right? And actually, you know what? Maybe they, they might have even gotten to 23, and that's maybe where they stopped. Yeah, I didn't really fuck with, I didn't really fuck with anything after uh the 14s, and yeah. even the 14s I kind of just had because I was always able to get those like cheap as hell. And those were the ones that I didn't even care how much I sold them for. Like I was selling those for like 30 bucks, didn't even care. Dang, those uh those the, the 14s are the ones with like it looks like the teeth on the side. Yeah. Yep. Like exactly. they have the little two little. Yeah. On the um, like towards the front. Yeah, those are dope. I mean, they're all right. I mean, the thirteens are fucking fire. Like that. that I mean, the the. I mean, the so ten, eleven, little, twelve. Little quick California uh, gangster history lesson. Back in the nineties, this is the late nineties now, nineteen ninety eight, ninety nine, when those came out. That those were so, like it was so bad because. Like the North days out here, they would like beat motherfuckers up that wore the thirteens, and then when the fourteens came out, it was vice versa. Like you know what I mean? Because <laughs> that 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 uh that's that uh what is it called? Sereno Norteño shit was like was like fucking crazy. The thirteen, right? the 13 is the M's, and then the the yeah, and the and now there's like. I mean, I'm sure, so I don't want to disrespect the Nortes, I'm sure there's hella gangster-ass Nortes out there in the world still, but, like, yo, those, the Serenos are just, they're just everywhere, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, and it's nuts how it's all an offshoot of the same thing anyways, and then just, everything splits because everyone wants to be in power. And American Me, that's definitely a movie that uh, we're going to be doing on the it. Silver Screen Breakdown uh, sooner or later. That is for sure.
Oh, yeah. And uh, Uncle Buck says, I can never find any size 13 uh, in any in any of the nice shoes. I mean, if you're talking about Jordans, I mean, shit, like, it, it should be easy for you to get, like, you know, size 13 because that's not really, like, the popular, popular size. Like, you might even be, be able to get those, like, online. Yeah. I'm I'm mere mortal, so I wear size tens, and that was super hard to get. And Anthony said, I, I heard them Space Jams are worth a lot of money, but I don't know. Yeah, if you there's uh what is it called? Stockx.com. Like it's crazy. I didn't even know about this shit. But as I'm going and selling the shoes, and it's all younger kids that are like buying the shoes for me, and they're they're looking shit up on StockX. And uh, so I got put up on game on that, and now I see where I can sell a bunch of my shoes, and uh, now that I just reminded myself of that. That's a little project that I'm working on. Get some nice. Hell yeah. Cause I got, uh, I got multiple shoes um, on there that are selling for like over a thousand bucks and uh, not a lot of uh, like the nines. You remember the nines, right? Mm -hmm. I got those in so many like crazy colors. Like I have, uh, it's the one it's like, um, it's almost like the Washington Redskins or like the USC colors. The burgundy. Like, yeah, burgundy and like the goldish, and uh, yeah, I know those are like nobody really had those. I bought all those shoes, and they were like kind of like the off the wall ones, and now it's the ones that people want because like it's like the crazy colors that you can't really get right now. I remember, uh, man, like just the Air Maxes, like like if you can get the joints that came from Europe, like the only the ones that they would only release in Europe, like those. I remember those used to sell for crazy out here, bro. Like. I yeah. remember, like, I went through, like, a concrete slash uh, elephant skin phase. Okay. You remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like the elephant skin joints? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. 11. I know they had them on, like, the low top. Yeah. They, yeah. they had all the like, colors. They, for, like, there was a good time period where, like, every shoe had a version with elephant print. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. See, I have, I have the snake skin print. I, I have those ones still, those 11s. And speaking of snake skin print, I love this. uh I love this championship. Yeah. And then it's got the snakeskin on the back, you know, for Austin, of course. Yeah, my, belt my belt ain't fancy, but I'm a champ too. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Mine's made of ostrich skin. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, man. I love I love this thing. It was way too much to take to the draft. I, I couldn't. Couldn't take it to the draft because they might not have let you in with it though, right? Nah, they would because I saw people with different straps. In oh, there. Okay. I yeah. was saying too. Did I say that to you? I was like, man, you need to wear that shit. Yeah, it. I mean, it, it just it it, it it's still it, it's a little small, you know, in the in the grand scheme of things. And okay, it would, so you'd have to be shouldering it the whole have time. Have to be shouldering it the whole time. And, I mean, uh, I guess you could button it right and then do the Jericho. You know yeah, I mean? that just didn't it didn't feel comfortable like either because it is still kind of big. Yeah, that's the thing. Like so, um, and and too big to fit in my backpack. Also, yeah, and you lot. definitely wouldn't want to like drop that shit or you know what I mean. No, like this is something because uh, I'm gonna bring my I'm gonna bring my backpack that this will fit in, and uh, I, I think I'm gonna bring it. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm going to bring it uh, to this uh, to this event. Yes. <laughs> hey, that is an awesome shtick. Because it's yeah. not even a shtick, right? It's like yeah. it's a mashup. You're you you know you love wrestling. You're fantasy foot. You're the fantasy hustler. You know what I mean? You're the you're, you're the people's champ out here, B. You need to start yeah. you need to start letting them know. Yeah. I would, I would climb on everything I could climb on. Just 
<laughs> if there's a stool in the middle of the room, I'm standing on that bitch. All right, so this shit's funny. Uh, last story before we get out of here. So this is actually something that just happened on like YouTube. I was on a different content creator's um, channel, and uh, I was like, "Wait, haven't you been telling people that you were going to go to the drafts?" And uh, it was like when they were doing like their draft day coverage, and then they said no, and that was it, you know. But then there was someone who was like, "Oh, why are you going to come into someone else's channel trolling?" <laughs> and I was like, "I was asking an honest question." I was yeah, asking- it's like. <laughs> It's like, yo, just suck his dick already. Yeah. And he's right? like, what the fuck? No. And you and know what's he, funny about that? I'll say who it was. It was Nick from BDGE. <laughs> you didn't go and you said you went. And he's probably, I, you know, in, in real life, I bet you he's one of them tiny little Italian cats. He's probably like five foot four. <laughs> and uh, and that's who it was. Yep. And uh, but no, that wasn't even their whole comment. They're like, oh, why are you gonna come trolling on someone else's channel? And he was like, and I saw your uh, your last video, by the way, and don't quit your day job. And I know he didn't. Um, I, I didn't find that out until later, but you know, just a little sneak peek. And then I was like, um, I was like, man, how am I trolling asking an honest question? I was, I was like, what's your day job, by the way? Washing Nick's jock strap. Yep. And then uh and then he comes back and he was like, um <coughs> he was like, No, nah, man, I watched your content. He's like, it's just not for me. He was like, it might be for other people. And he was like, cheers, or something like that. And I was like, um, I was like, Yeah, it's not for people who only play in vanilla leagues. And I was like, You must not have scrolled back to see like Ricky Williams, Adam Rank, and James Coe, and Matt Harmon and Marcus Grant. I just name dropped, you know, everyone. Bogart Scott Free. <laughs> and uh and he was like, oh, you know what? I didn't. Uh, I'm going to go check those out. And then he actually goes and watches a video, and it's the unboxing of the belt. And he leaves a comment on that video. And he was like, all right, bro, you won me. He was like, I'm a subscriber now. He was like, the belt's fucking sick. I'm from Canada. Nice. <laughs> you hit me in the soft spot. So it goes from me literally talking shit to this guy to him subscribing because, like, he got past whatever. And that first. is proof. And I don't want anyone to d- deny it, but this here is the proof that Canadians are just nicer than Americans. <laughs> Bro, that he went from like protecting his, he's so nice, he was trying to protect his mans. And then he got even nicer and was like, you know what? Now I'm sub to you too. <laughs> I love Canadians. And, uh, and Ron says, you guys have got to stop the regular fantasy bias. No, nah, man, I'm always going to make fun of people that just play in vanilla leagues. I'm still going to give you guys content. You know, for I can't make fun hey, of Hey, of course, Ron. Ron comes out of the woodwork offended by it. <laughs> What's wrong with vanilla leagues? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're about to turn Ron out, bro. We're about to turn him out. He's He's never going back to that. You don't go back to Hamburger Helper after you've had filet mignon, man. And Uncle Buck said, washing his buttless chaps <laughs> and always <laughs> taking his shirt off randomly. <laughs> I'll bet you Nick would he would spike up to a million followers if he started doing content in them ass out chaps. <laughs> and that's how you know he's that's how you know his his, his the arrow was pointing down for him. He's like, ah, I need to change it up. <laughs> I'm thinking ass out chaps. Well, I remember he was one of the first people I saw like selling masks during like when when you know you know February 2020. 
One of those like, guys. Man, this huh? guy, I thought he was smart for that, but then I was like, oh, that's right. He's, he's living in New York where it was like, ew, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because the mask took like a damn near a year for some places to catch on. You know what I mean? Right. It's dope. I mean, uh, I, I, I think I'm still going to have a mask, you know, just to have one. But uh, finally, uh, federal, you, federally, you don't have to, there's no mandate on the masks in the airports. Listen, man, I'm wearing a motherfucking mask. And you know why in the airport they don't want that? Because they want to see motherfuckers face with the facial recognition shit. <laughs> We, uh, um, yeah, we always thought Michael Jackson was weird for wearing a mask back in the day, but he was just, as usual, way ahead of his time. See, where I'm from, you'll see the elderly Asian cats, like, mm. especially the women, they're always wearing masks. This is like, yeah. just for, ever since I can remember. What's crazy. Because in China, when, haven't they always been wearing masks? Yeah, I mean, well, because not only is it the pollution, but they, I mean, you know, so they had the first bird, they had the first SARS. Remember SARS? Yeah. Yeah, that was like a, that was like a form of corona. It's like that might have been like corona three or some shit. Now, now we all the way up to the 19. But but uh, but check this out. The, what's crazy nowadays, I'll be on the freeway and you look over to the car next to you, and it, it's an Asian woman. She's driving in her car with the windows up by herself. She got a mask on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's being extra safe. You know what I mean? Every time I'm in the car with my girl and we see that, we're always laughing at those crazy people. Hey, me and my girl are those crazy people. We'll be in the car, both of us masked up. Oh, my gosh. Just in I case mean, we need to hop out on the motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you're too high to forget, I understand it. John <laughs> uh, said there are more of us motherfuckers. I know, I know. That's why I got to create content for you mm -hmm. motherfuckers. Hey, listen, man. You ever heard of Jesus? I'm similar to that. I'm here to save all of y'all. And Ron says, you guys, you are leagueists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, I already know what he's saying, but let me guess, though. That's also from the league. No. Oh, okay. I, well, at least I don't think so. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, hey, Ron, and Ron said, my wife is that Asian lady. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and hold on, bro. I We're need Islanders, all okay? No offense to Asians. This is not, this is not a shot at them. But we... We just so happen to fall under the Asian monarchy when you look up the flags. We're Islanders, bro. Pacific yeah. Islanders. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Spanish wow. than the motherfucker all through us because the motherfuckers that came and enslaved our people. All right, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So there's no FNT tomorrow. Because uh, out of here, uh, out of, uh, I'm out of here. We're going to the uh, we're going to the Hall of Flowers tomorrow. So you'll be able to catch me on some live streams, maybe on Facebook, maybe on. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know if I could go live on YouTube from my phone. I might be able to just directly from there, not from stream. Yeah, not through Streamyard. Yeah, but just go to fantasyfootballhustler.com uh, and then literally just go follow me on all social media. And Devin said, and not JC, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> not fool. <laughs> <laughs> we don't speak his name around these parts. Yeah, you can catch him uh, doing some NASCAR stuff uh, every Sunday, though. <laughs> hey, man. Unofficial sponsor? <laughs> just, just give him a plug. <laughs> Help the kid out. <laughs> yeah. And uh, David P. said, uh, get into the best ball tournament, Ronald. At, uh, Ronnie said, uh, it'll do the work for you. Exactly. Yeah. Forgot to remind people about the best ball tournament. Thanks, David. You're the man on the way out. All right. If you yeah, guys got into the best ball tournament last year, this year is going to be even way more lit. Okay. 
The drafts are not happening until July, but I'm filling up the leagues or um, divisions because there's going to be, as of right now, I'm planning on 20 different divisions because I know that a lot of people are going to want to get into a bunch of these leagues. I'm going to be in all 20 of these joints. So I'm literally going to be in every single one. We're getting crazy. Uh, we're we're going to be getting crazy with it. $22 buy-in. It's, uh, it's the TV and... Uh, it's the TV, movie, sports characters, and really I got all football characters in here. Here you go. Let me run down the 20 uh, divisions that there are for this joint. We got the Bobby Boucher division, the Paul Reckon Crew division, Shane Falco, Steeman Willie Beeman, Rod Tidwell, Becky the Ice Box O'Shea, Jonathan Moxon, Al Bundy, Gary Bertier, Nigel the Leg Gruff, Vontae Mack, Billy Bob, Smash Williams, Charles Jefferson, Earl Maggot, Julius Campbell, Forrest Gump, Johnny Utah, Clifford. Give me in the Forrest Gump joint. <laughs> and Herman Boone at number 20. All right, yeah, guard, you're in the uh, you're in which one? The Forrest Gump? Yeah, let me be in the gump. Ooh, that's the one that David P is in. Let's go. Shout out to my man David P. We in this thing. Yeah. So $22 buy-in. Um, here's the uh here's gonna be the winnings. Top 10 is in the money. Uh, we got five jerseys um that are gonna be going. So the top five teams get a jersey as well. We got Bobby Boucher, Paul Reckon Crew, Shane Falco, Willie Beeman, and Al Bundy, the Polk High legend. Hey man, you know what they don't have is the gump jersey when he would play when he played running back for Alabama. Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? it was the red joint too, right? Yeah, the all red. Yep. That boy is a running fool. <laughs> he ran all the way to the locker room. Yeah, what did, what did they say about him? Like, man, he sure is a dumb son of a bitch, but he sure is fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm so glad I'm in the gump league. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be awesome. So here, um, you can join as many divisions as you want. You just got to pay for each team. Um, get as many cracks at this as you want because we're gonna. there's going to be 240 teams in this. That, that's the projection right now. It's going to be double from last year. Top 10 are the ones who are getting paid. Top The top player, 1,500 championship ring and gets the number one jersey of choice. Number two is getting a thousand, gets a jersey of choice. Number three is 500 jersey of choice. Number four is 300 jersey of choice. Fifth is 150 in the last jersey. Sixth is 125. Seventh, 100. Eighth, 75. Ninth, 50. And 10, you get 30 bucks. So top 10 are getting paid. You're in one of those top three. You know, you're feeling real nice with what you got. I mean, you're in the top two, you're bringing home over a thousand bucks like that's gonna be awesome just for a best ball give me money yeah twenty two dollar buy-in and you got a shot at fifteen hundred bucks if you take home first place in this joint yep and uh here's the caveat no max entries right no max entries if you want to be in all 20 leagues you just got to pay for all 20 leagues that, that's how it goes and uh all the leagues are going to start drafting the first week of uh, july um we're turning the clocks off for july 4th for obvious reasons. So if any picks happen that day, they happen, but it'll be turned off that day. And it's going to be a four hour clock. Uh, besides that, it'll get turned off at night. 
and half the teams make the playoffs. So you just got to be in the top six teams in your division to make the playoffs. And then every single week, half the teams are chopped. So it's jumping from 120 down to 60. And then from 60 down to 30 for the championship week. And then top 10 of those 30 are taking home money. I'll see you in the 30. Yeah. (laughs) And Ron said, well, only one per league. Well, yeah, only one per league, but we got 20 leagues. So I'm in a league. It's 11 different me's. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Anthony said, Rudy. Okay. Rudy will never be on a classic, you know, player list for me anymore because Joe Montana gave us the real story. Okay. I brought this up before when Joe Montana went on to the barstool sports, you know, did the interview with the pardon my take guys. They asked him about Rudy and he gave the real story. And like that shit was just way blown out of proportion. They were like, Rudy was like in there for one play. He didn't even do anything, you know, like, yeah, he was he like, wrote, kind the of whole thing, movie. Like, wrote the whole movie, whole movie around it. Like, nope. I, I listen, Joe Montana, you know, he ain't lying. Joe Montana is, is see, you know how there, there, there should only be one goat, but nowadays you gotta, you gotta put it on a timeline. He's goat B2B, you know, goat before Tom Brady. It's kind of like live when you live. the dinosaurs were, uh, you know, 20 <laughs> BC or whatever. Right? Yeah. BTB is the thing. Three two thousands might as well be the dinosaurs at this point. Mm-hmm. That's really it. He's the goat pre 2000. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Pre K. Yep. <laughs> We're gonna start saying that. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that's so pre two K. All right. Here's and and Ron, you're gonna love this part of it. Okay. So the best ball. Everybody who has these best ball tournaments or like the Scott Fishbowl, you know, with all his crazy people in it, they will never do IDP. They'll never do it at all. Ask me why. <laughs> why? Because they're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ease everybody into IDP with this best ball tournament because you only have to start two IDP flexes in a 12 team league. Everybody will be stacked at IDP. You'll everybody will have two IDP players that are great. And yeah, it's going to be 12 starters, one QB, one super flex, two RBs, two wide receivers, no tight end, four flexes, and then two IDP flexes. So you can still play as many. As How many four, rounds? 26. 26, okay. 26 rounds of best ball. I'll tell you all this much. If you're going to get IDPs, don't even fool with nothing but like linebackers and free safeties, bro. <laughs> That's a gem right there. You'll be able to get them at the end with all yeah, that. I mean, it's saying though, like it's going to be the people who are who are jumping up for them. And okay, the big difference between this and the hustler leagues, it's one point PPR, except for the tight end, which is two point uh, tight end premium. Mm-hmm. I like so I'm, it. Ex- I'm excited for that. So, so how does it? Okay, dumb question, and, and this is already going to answer itself, but like because there's no tight end. If you draft hella tight ends and they all go off that week, they're filling up those flexes. Yep. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. So See, that's, that's stupid for me because 
Now I'm going to draft like I'm going to rip off four tight ends out the gate. <laughs> and is this is it, are we third round reversaling this bitch? Um, no third round reversal. We're not. Okay, we're not, we're not doing. And we're we're super flexing the bitch too, right? And it's a super flex. Yeah, that, that was another dumb question. And and you know what? And you know, are we going to do a third round reversal? Let me see. I mean, that's something that. How did I do it last year? I don't even know. I, I can't remember. I just I, I was only last year. I did years. not last year. I did not do the third round. Yeah, reversal. I had to and, keep it the same. Yeah, because it's we're already you know we're already getting people to get into the IDPs, and then like people that don't understand third round reversal will just be so upset. Well, what if I have the first pick? Yeah, that's what that's what they always say. <laughs> what? <laughs> What if I have the first pick? Like, it evens out the playing field, bro. Don't yeah. have the first pick. Have the have the back end. And then we're gonna be doing uh, we're gonna be doing the uh, the hundred yard dash races. You know, for all of these uh, all of these joints for the uh, and this is actually for the draft order spot. We're not picking our draft order spot because with no third round reversal, you would just want the first pick anyways. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, there we go. There's all the info on it. Um, I, I got a whole uh, a whole doc with all the uh, the scoring and all that type of stuff and everything. So if you want to get in, just shoot me a DM, and uh, yeah, I'll send you all the info, and uh, we'll get you in one of these divisions. Yep. And uh, everybody, be sure to check us out uh, tomorrow night. We're still doing the playmaker joint. It's uh, May the fourth. Be with you. We're doing winners and losers in the fantasy galaxy after the 2022 draft. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, bro. And, and, and uh, I guess we'll be back for FNT again. Oh, no. Oh, the movie joint, too. We got to stay tuned for our next uh, our next episode of, of the Silver Screen Breakdown coming at you next week. Yeah, it's going to be uh, the podcast will be dropping on Monday. The uh, The videos for YouTube, they take a little bit longer to drop, but um, it looks like we're going to be dropping our Jackie Brown video on YouTube. That is going to be uh, this Thursday at 9 a.m. Okay, 9 a.m. West Coast time, 12 noon um, East Coast time. And uh, just, just sit back and relax. We, we break down Jackie Brown like no other... Hopefully, you listen to a little bit of the podcast because you're not going to be able to see the scene or you're not going to be able to see all the scenes that we break down. But yeah, that is going to be this Thursday at 9 a.m. West Coast time, at 12 noon East Coast time. Hell yeah. We're out. Peace. Peace. Hold up. I'm so
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.